Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Okay, refresh, 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 refresh. Dang it, I'm not getting my endgame tickets, you guys. It won't. No, it let me through. Trust me, I have many endgame tickets. And we're going to talk about endgame's new teaser that came out as they released trailers for the new movie, for the upcoming movie as I mute myself. We're going to talk about that. There's Black Widow casting two big names join the movie today. Uh, We're going to try to figure out who they might be playing. And there's some rumors of some Deathlock stuff. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. showed their premiere episode to some people and so much more. Let's talk about our Marvel movie news. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Marvelites. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing today? So good. This is the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from, and I wrote this one down, the wreckage of AMC's ticketing service. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I hope you guys got your Endgame premiere weekend tickets. I did. Uh, as, we, as we were saying, as I was talking about the intro, they went on sale this week, and everyone had a meltdown on Twitter uh, while they were waiting for the, the, the Fandango and AMC services to catch up to the demand. Uh, we're going to talk about how all the box office records that that broke uh, in a mere matter of hours, and a ton of other stuff, including who we think uh, Rachel Weiss and David Harbour might be playing in the upcoming Black Widow movie, uh, and a whole bunch of things. Let's let's t- tell you who's, who's here today. I'm Zach Wilson. We got Zia Anderson right here. Hey, guys. And we got Christian Blatt. Howdy. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one, you guys. There's a lot of cool news this week. Um, there's new footage uh, from a bunch of things that they showed at CinemaCon that I'm not, we're gonna, we'll, we'll, I'll mention it. We're not gonna talk about the details. Because okay. we're too close. We're too close! And I don't want to give away too many spoilers. Um, but let's talk about Endgame. Oh, and thank you to Culpado, tweeting, always helping us out from the Star Jammer. Making sure you guys have the links that you need on the tweets. Let's get into it. Endgame. Endgame tickets went on sale. Do you guys have your tickets? I got my tickets. I thought at first I wasn't going to be able to because I missed it, and then I had to go to work. So I was like, "I'm, I'm going to be gone all day. I'm not going to be able to do this." Um, and then I ended up. It was fine. <laughs> I'm seeing it Saturday at 11 p.m. You guys in the chat, I also want to know: Did you get your tickets? We're uh, seeing a few people who have them. It's more a matter of do they have it for two showings or three showings at first. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a couple of Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, some Thursday, Saturdays. I think everybody's holding out for Sunday to see if they need to see it one more time. Uh, as for me, no, I don't have them. Uh, I, I'm sure everybody had fun that day. But uh, when you hear that there's an hour backlog of waiting to get the tickets, I'm like, okay, I'll get them another time. I don't get it. But you didn't I, just go later. In the, like, that's what I did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I So they went on sale uh, West Coast time at 5 a.m. Right. And I no way. I, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I slept like a normal person. Uh, I, I went to work. And I, I was like... I'll deal with it once the rush is done because I I can't see the Thursday night screenings anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I like so, uh, some of you know this. I work on a show called Critical Role, and that goes till the middle of the night on Thursdays. Uh, I would have to see a one a.m. screening of a three-hour movie. Yeah, Come on, Zach, are you a fan yeah. or not? Uh, well, instead, <laughs> I have tickets to see it at eight thirty a.m. on Friday for one screening, and then I'm seeing it That's with great. a different set of people on Saturday afternoon uh, slash evening because it's a three-hour. In two minute movie, officially confirmed now. We talked about it last week. Now it's Ready. definitely three hours and two minutes long. Those two minutes are going to make all the difference. I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to be two really important yeah. minutes. Um, but what? So the uh, the fun record, cool like stuff that's around this. Endgame um, 
broke the single day ticket sales number in six hours. Oh my god! Beating out Force Awakens, which held say, the previous record. I remember when that happened. Same thing with the Force Awakens. We couldn't get tickets because yeah. it for hours. The it was the whole thing. Hey, was just did crashed. you end up being able to go? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so it's the same point. I'll, yeah. I'll get my tickets. You know, when but I, it's when really I'm like I, the question the is: the Do you want to see? Like, do you want to see it the day of? Do you right. want to see it in IMAX? Like, IMAX tickets were hard to get. I ended up going with like uh, the AMC's like Prime 3D things because I, those I, are like I the love fancy th- seats. Too, I love right? 3D. Yeah. yeah, and those are the yeah, leather yeah. recliners, and oh, it's going to be early so in the morning, so I'm going to be like kicking it back, my feet up, <laughs> watching you need to Endgame. Bring some cereal with you, please. Oh, Just like munch idea. on some cereal. Dry food is going to be all the only thing I can eat that morning because <laughs> I can't leave for three hours and two minutes. Try cereal. Um, <laughs> Uh, speaking of the, uh, actually, this is a, qu- a question for the chat, and I want to. Uh, we're going to talk about the the runtime a little bit, but then I want to know what your answers are, Christian. If you could uh, let us know what they mm-hmm. think. Sure. Do you have a preference for how you're seeing Endgame IMAX? Do you want to see it in 3D? Do you not want to see it in 3D, or are you just like put it in front of my eyeballs? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, I'm curious. So. Uh, the, the the Russos talked a little bit about the runtime this week, and basically, so what they're saying is they were the, this this event interesting. They were never asked to cut it down by the studio. Wow. Um, I think there was just an understanding that they needed the t- like you're dealing with a billion characters. Mm-hmm. You have to you're you're closing out a 22 movie saga. We're going like, to be saying goodbye to people in this movie. There's going to be there's going like, to be at least a few tearful goodbyes, yeah. most, more than likely. Um, you also have to welcome back in these people. You sort of have to put them all like where Infinity War like was like it started all these plot lines. This is going to have to whether they're they're co- people coming back to this reality from the the Soul Stone or from the from the time travel or whatever it is, you're going to have to not only close out the the story arc of this movie, but you're also going to have to reset where all of these different characters are enough so that they can be picked up in their own solo franchises down the line. Like we got to get Spidey back to wherever he has to be to start off Far From Home, but in enough of a place where in theory, you could just watch Homecoming and then Far From Home and not be totally confused as to what's going on. Right. Because that's going to be something they want to achieve for the people who are just going to see those two movies or watch them back to back or whatever. Who are those people? Um, <laughs> like, how are you, like, how are you going to get T'Challa back to uh, back to where he needs to be to do Black Panther 2, which is going to have a big audience that's not necessarily going to have seen Infinity War and Endgame. They should, they should, but they won't, but they want to make, but they're going to want to make that as clean a space as possible. Right, and so Zia's question of like, well, who's not seeing this? I think they're thinking more long term, you know, five, ten years from now. It's like, oh, I want to see those Spider-Man <coughs> movies. And if this, you know, Far From Home has a whole half hour where they have to reset his story be like wait what happened to him yeah well, but that's, then, that's the big thing yeah. if they do that they'll be like what happened oh it's from endgame oh we gotta go back and watch those it's the mm. kind of thing where look at look at iron man 3 yeah um iron man 3 is deeply affected by the events of avengers mm-hmm. but if you watch like iron man 1 2 and 3 you still got most of it like iron yeah. man 3 still holds up as a complete movie mm-hmm. it, uh, so because he's not like leaving New York's wreckage, like from the Avengers kind of thing. Right. So it's that that's the line they got to walk, but they have to do it with thirty characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, we'll see where we go with all of that. And like, yeah, there's just a million threads. So the point is, they made the like the good news is the Russos made the movie they wanted to make, and it it just happened to be a three hour and two minute long movie. Yeah, I wonder if it had been like 345, if they'd been like, all right, we said you could do, you got to take something out. But uh, I think three, I think they were like three hours is going to be where we're not pushing it. Well, but they also, it wasn't that they were like, we want to make a four hour movie. It was like, they want to, they, like, one of the things that Joe Russo, I believe, talked about is like, he likes to have compact stories. Like, he doesn't believe in super long movies uh, in general because you want to take the key parts of your story and just tell that. You don't need extra fluff like, oh, well, we wanted to do this. It's No, you want to do the story justice as concisely as possible. Mm-hmm. But there's so much, there's so much that they had to pack into this movie 
that they had to do, they had to spend the time. Which I like when they're going to do that because I feel like the three hours is literally going to fly by. It's going to feel like an hour and a half movie, and at the end, you're going to be like, oh, it's done. That's how Infinity War feels. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me let me go but, through so if you're ready yeah, for people yeah, in the chat. Please. All right, so yeah, I'm curious, uh, like, well, how do you? What yeah, you, Langley so the, M. Neely says no 3D for me. That's that's where I'm at. The first time I see it, I want to see it in 2D, so I'm not distracted by them trying to impress me. You're uh, but Carlito Lee says it needs to be seen in 4DX. I've seen one movie ever in that. I don't even know where I could see it, but I'm sure that that would be great. They have a theater downtown that has 4DX. I saw wow. Civil War in it. It was not the first time I'd seen it uh, personally. I don't think that I, I love the concept of that yeah. tech. I don't think it's there yet. The, here's the the best uh, example of it. They try to do like so. 40x for context is where they like have you strapped into seats that can move a little bit. Right. They can be a little bumpy. They can throw if it's misty. They can throw some mist into the air and like you'll get like a little bit of water. Um, and they'll like if there's something that flies by the screen, they'll like puff some air at you. And those puffs of air are where they broke it for me because. In Civil War, there's a lot of bullet fire. Oh, and they yeah. try to do the air to be bullet fire. So all I heard instead of bullets was... <laughs> <laughs> because it was just air flying by my head. Yeah. And it ruined the the experience for me. Uh, what ruined the experience for me is the Terminator Genesis is the movie that I saw 4DX. But uh, anyway, uh, Michael B. says, I don't care. You know, just see it. I, that, so basically, <laughs> we're running the gamut of all the things that you said. Uh, you know, you have like people, yeah. And then, you know, here's a great example. Gamer Girl says the nearest IMAX theater is too far away from me because you have to think about the fact that yeah. if you're not in or really close to a major city, you might not have an IMAX theater. You know, you might have to drive Fair maybe a couple hours. Yeah, so. I Fair never enough. saw IMAX until I moved here. Um, I didn't even think Hawaii. they had movie theaters in Hawaii. So I'm yeah. seeing that cool. first screening in that like 3D loungy, and then I'm seeing IMAX 3D. For my for my uh, Saturdays, I'm just gonna wait till I can watch it on my phone. That's how I'll really enjoy. Gross. It. Yeah, that All right, fun. let's talk about because the other thing that they put out with this movie is they put it when they announced the ticket sales. They also put out a new minute long teaser. Yes. Um, and this one does like it has a moment that I think we talked about that we hadn't seen yet, uh, and we saw it in this trailer. So if you're, avo- we're gonna talk about like all the stuff that we saw in there. So if you're trying to avoid it, like, eh, I'm, I mean. Look, you're watching the show. You know we're going to talk about the trailer. Yeah. But let's... So we're, we obviously can't watch the trailer, but I want to go through some of the images from it. And now that I, I look through my images, I think I went backwards. So if we could start at the bottom. Um, I don't know why they got numbered wrong. And now I'm just noticing it. So we're going to start with image number seven, which to me is just funny. Oh, um, uh, yeah. And it's because... Everyone and I, you. This is like I feel like this is a meta reference entirely because everyone's talking about Cap's beard, and then he shaves in this one. People are like, "No beard, Cap!" And they have him looking in a shaving <laughs> mirror in this trailer. They're like, "Yeah, we saw the moment that the beard got dusted." I mean, look, I kind of am gonna miss Cap, bearded Cap. I kind of liked it. Bearded Cap. Slash Nomad was a was a wonderful thing and, yeah. a, and a boon for bearded men everywhere. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I just like him the way I fell in love with him, clean shaven and skinny. See, now it's been so long <laughs> though that seeing him like that is just weird. I'm like, wait a second, this is not the cap. Even though it is, it's still it's still you know as yeah. you know him or as you first were introduced to him, but it's still it's kind of strange because it's been so long. Speaking of people that look a little different, uh, we got that look at Ronan slash Hawkeye yeah. slash yeah. Clint Barton slash I, whatever name you want to call him, it doesn't matter. Um, standing in front of what looks like a tech lab. So I'm assuming this is at Avengers HQ. Uh, I saw one theory like that's the time machine behind them. It's like no, it's probably just like Banner's lab. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, calm down. Um, but like the bigger thing is like not he doesn't just have like a fancy Ronin haircut. He's got a huge sleeve yeah, of like tattoos. That. Crazy. Uh, there's like some kind of like Dia de los Muertos like Aztec tomb thing going on on his like upper arm, and then who knows what else? I mean, you could probably um oh. I, you know what? I'm looking closer. It's and, and this makes sense for him being Ronin. It's a. It, I believe that's a Japanese inspired mm, thing. That, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Um, it does. Like it, I looked quickly, <laughs> and it had a sort of like uh, Olmec sort of Aztec vibe to it. But looking closer, it's clearly a Japanese headset. Also, he's called Ronin. 
Um, Gamer Girl, quick comment from her. Now Clint Barton looks like he's a member of a rock band. It's true. Yeah, he has a lot of ink. Yeah, he's oh, ready. yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> that's how you it. know he's angsty because he's got tattoos. Yeah, he's going to start wearing eyeliner you guys, halfway through the movie. He just went on a quest to find himself. And that's, you know, that's how he did it. Um, I pulled a group shot. There's like, so the big thing that we got from this trailer is that we saw all the Avengers together. Yes. Um, we saw a lot of people, we saw like Tony and Pepper together. We're getting a lot of the reunions, uh, Nebula and Rocket, the two last remaining members of the Guardians uh, together, sort of commiserating. That's what the big part of this was. Is like We're getting these people back together. We all knew it was going to happen, uh, but now we're seeing it. And this lineup, I pulled this still because I just thought it was... Uh, I thought it was really funny because I'm not sure who knows what the, exactly they're looking at. Uh, here, I'll turn my computer so yeah, that we can see it's too, too dark on the monitor. Um, but so we've got like Cap looking like at the front, like super determined, like, all right, I guess this is what we're dealing with. <laughs> you can and tell I'm serious because I shaved. Same thing for uh, for Tony, like, but he's got his hands in his pockets, like, oh, this again. War Machine over Tony's shoulder, like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> uh, you've got Nebula sort of like, kind of like, I don't, what is, the, like, yeah. like, like Rocket, like, kind of sad a little bit. Because Rocket just lost his kid, you guys. It's, yeah. real, it's real sad. Uh, Rocket's whole family. Yeah, his entire family's gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott is Lang favorite. is like, yo, what up? What up? What up, guys? All right. We did, this is going to be fun. He's All like, right. I'm an Avenger now. What's up? Let's do this. Come on. Um, but, but like, even better is, like, you have Black Widow, uh, Nat, over at the side, like, with, like, scratching her shoulder, like, <sighs> she, she does look she's like, like that. oh boy this is gonna be it and then on the other side you've got clint who seems to be looking at nat yeah. for like guidance on what to do here <laughs> he's just like looking around like are you guys sit are we doing really is this gonna be the thing that we're all right all right um if, you, if you're listening to this podcast uh i'll i'll like you can uh just freeze frame on that moment later or check it out on youtube on our, our mm-hmm. and, like it's just a funny little image of everybody and i also pulled uh we can go to the the next photo um a shot because like we uh so we're taking the milano out somewhere and captain marvel is Flying that Milano, uh, clearly the pilot. Although I, I imagine I can't wait for the pissing contest between her and Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Rocket's grown up. He's not going to be doing what he did in Guardians Two. I mean, he might be a little bit sad just because of everything that's happened. So he's like, you know, whatever we got to do to get this done. But yeah, I would still love to see if you know him challenging her. But like, that's going to be sort of the fun of like Carol and like her dynamic with everyone, like. If she's going by Captain Marvel at this point, because uh, she never goes by it right. during uh, during her movie, mm-hmm. even though it's the title of the film. But, like, is there going to be a fun bit of confusion when people are like, hey, Cap. And, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, real Cap. <laughs> oh, burn. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I just mean that's what would happen in the sh- on the ship. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Captain Marvel. I mean, America. Sorry. And you've got, like, the rest of, like... Again, Nat Nat's face in this photo is just like looking around, like, "What is all this?" Uh, her her expressions are wonderful. Also, further conspiracy questions about Black Widow's hairstyle because in the uh, previous shot, she appears to have dark hair. When all the Avengers are together, when they're in space, appears to have that blonde hair. What's happening here? I didn't expect to be analyzing somebody's hair this yeah. much going up to the Avengers movies. No, but hairs and beard, hair and beards are what's important about this movie, clearly. Yes. Yeah. Um, the saddest shot of this trailer was... No, I can't. A photo no. that Tony is holding yes. of him and Peter Parker... Mm-hmm. Giving each other bunny ears, Mm-mm. and he's holding like an award for Peter, and it's upside down. Don't show me again. I'm closing my eyes. <laughs> See, it's dark on the monitor, so don't look. But I can't. Uh, it's a uh, it's a great moment. Uh, Just uh, heartbreaking. Got to remind us what are, what we're fighting for. Come on, heartbreaking. Um, the next photo 
Um, this one has some cool, fun uh, stuff that we can talk about. In yeah. Because this is Thanos. And Thanos has previously, in order to teleport, it, it it's the, um, he's using the, um, essentially, it's the same uh, graphics that we've seen since the Tesseract in mm-hmm. the, the Avengers. It's that, it's that portal that you can step through and all that. But what he's, th- he teleports in here using what is the same graphics design as the, um, uh, the I just had it in my brain, um, the uh, the Bifrost. Oh, I was oh, right, say, right. Yeah. I was like, Hurr! my brain like misfired. <laughs> the Bifrost, um, which like obviously Asgard is destroyed, Heimdall is dead at this point. So is this connected to his, like the Gauntlet, or is this somehow is he some, is he somehow accessing a the Bifrost or Bifrost esque technology to teleport? Oh, man. Um, and, like, that raises all kinds of questions, like, especially with time travel theoretically in play. Yeah. yeah. Do we go back? Are we going back to Asgard? Is this not the same version of Thanos? Is this an older version of Thanos? Are we back at, like, a Thanos origin story? Who knows? Like, we have that, like, fake Infinity Gauntlet that was on Asgard that, like, Thor Ragnarok was, like, mm-hmm. fake. Uh, which was a great way of like, oh, we put in an Easter egg that totally burned us. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, dispelling that. But uh, could this be some old time that like where Thanos went to Asgard and then was like teleported away via Bifrost or something like that? Who knows? <sighs> or is this all just Marvel playing deep fakes with us? How long do we have to wait for this movie? This is, this is, the more I analyze three, it, three weeks, weeks. from today. Three weeks, you guys. You guys, the harder it gets. The more I do this and watch these things and analyze it, the more I'm like, I want to watch it tomorrow. Um, and the last <laughs> photo that we'll look at from this teaser trailer is there's a shot of uh, a few Avengers. It appears to be Tony, Cap, and I think Thor. So your big, your big like original three. Mm-hmm. Um, for like the big three movies, except for Hulk, unless he's going to be in, because the, they still haven't shown us Hulk, so he could be painted in later. Um, and then like you've got obviously uh, Clint and Natasha, but I've made more from like who got movies before the Avengers. Right. Yeah. Um, so these three walking towards Thanos, who's like sitting down, looks exhausted in the background. He's sitting next to his big like windmill weapon that has also been shown in some toys recently. Um, it's basically, it looks like a double-sided blade. It's like, what if, it's like Thanos got a big double-sided butter knife Darth Maul weapon, (laughs) (laughs) is what I'm describing with Thanos' new toy. Um, and again, like, this, this planet, like, wherever this wreckage is, it could be on Earth. Um, it looks like it's Earth technology that's, like, surrounding them, like, wreckage, like, you see I-beams and stuff like that. Um, so it doesn't, I don't think this is, um... Thanos' home planet or any alien planet. I think this is Earth. It could be the wreckage of the Avengers HQ. We've talked about the theory that like a lot of that stuff is right before HQ gets attacked. Could be Thanos attacking them. Who knows? He doesn't have reason to attack right now, but with time travel and play, who knows what's going on? We don't know There's anything. a couple people in the chat. Uh, Braden Schuler and Gamer Girl both think that that effect on Thanos is him beaming down from his ship. It's not him using using the gauntlet or any other method to uh, teleport. So that's their theory. Just wanted to throw that into the mix. It's possible. Okay. I mean, look, uh, the Bifrost is, in the, in, in the MCU, the Bifrost is technology. It's possible that there is similar tech that would have similar looks sure. mm-hmm. on a more micro level, like teleporting from a ship or something I prefer like your theory, though. I, I want it to be back in time in Asgard that uh, we'll see. <laughs> I just want to see Heimdall back. Like, I have not accepted his death in any way, shape, or form. If they don't somehow find a way to bring him back. <laughs> I think I think Heimdall might be dead. No. <laughs> Zach. He, isn't he running around on Suicide Squad or something now? Is he? Uh, he well, he is now. He's replaced uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, so. no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, now you're excited. Oh, (laughs) so excited. He's busy DJing on a series on Netflix. And and he's Detective Inspector Luther for for Scotland Yard. So really, he's very busy. still on my list of things to watch on Netflix. It's amazing. I'm not going to get into the details. So that was the teaser that they put out. Right. We've now ultra overanalyzed. Um, They did also show some new footage at CinemaCon. Now, it's not available to the public. It was just for the, the people and the critics and everyone in the room. I haven't seen it. I've read a, a, an account of it um, that I I read it. I'm not going to share it with you guys in deference because it, I'll tell you what 
I believe it was. I think it is the scene that connects the... Uh, stop doing that, computer. Um, <laughs> stop it. You tell that, computer, um, I believe it's the scene that connects that the post credit scene in Captain Marvel, the one that was clearly a scene from sure. Endgame, mm-hmm. to the moment with like her and Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that that's more or less what it sounds like. Um, the, there's some other details in there that, like, frankly, I thought they was they sounded too cool to like spoil via a podcast. Um, the the one thing that we didn't talk about in in that actual trailer, this is from that footage that some people are starting to think it's a misdirect, is the big handshake between Cap and Tony. Oh, you're right. Yeah, uh, which I think is a great, amazing moment. I was very excited. But I, I think the people who think that there's something that they're trying to trick us with, I think they need to explain what makes them think that because I'm just like, this is awesome. I'm so I'm glad not, they're yeah, friends again. Um, I almost forgot about that because I, I intentionally didn't pull a photo because I'm like, no, people don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. Because like that to me, that's like the huge moment. Yes. But I also don't think that's the moment where they first see each other. I think that's going to be the big emotional yeah. moment. This is like it because it's, it's, it's like do you tr- Tony asking Cap, do you trust me? And Cap saying, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like them coming back together and teaming up. So I don't think it is a, I don't think it's a literal misdirect where that's like fake footage or anything. Right. I think it's a misdirect in that that is not their first time seeing each other. It's just like, uh, probably, uh, I imagine before they decide to go to the quantum realm or something, it's like, this is crazy. Do you trust me? I do. <laughs> uh, the final thing, and I actually lost who, who said this, um, but the uh, the idea that you know the previous trailers and teasers were all from the first 15, 20 minutes. Now people are starting to wonder, well, this has to be from later in the movie, they, right? I believe they've still qualified that it's not first 15, 20 minutes, but first act. Okay. So okay. if it's a three-act structure, technically that could mean the first hour. Mm-hmm. But the, um, <laughs> I'm just laughing because you're absolutely right. It's a three-hour movie. <laughs> um, but the but the like one, think about that. If it's from the first act. It's from the first hour. That yeah. means there's a full movie left <laughs> after that. So I know. There's going like to be plenty of reveals, plenty of twists that like you're not going to see coming. Um, the other thing is that they have consistently said that there are fakes in these trailers. We don't know what they are specifically. And I know I've talked to people who have qu- who have also confirmed for me that there are absolutely oh things God. that they have faked in these trailers. Oh, my God. Um, and then I'm... That's great. The Russos are fully about this, and I'm totally behind them. Like, yeah. please fake us out in these trailers. The trailer shouldn't be, here's the movie. The trailer should be, here's the feel of the movie. It's roughly what you're going to get if you go see the movie. Go experience it as we designed it as a movie, not as a, like, hey, we're going to show you pieces of the story. We're going to show you a little bit of the whole story, and then you get to see the whole thing. Like, I feel like the Spider-Man Far From Home trailers have done. Uh, GDS481300 <laughs> says all the trailers are fakes. That's that's their theory. that would be amazing. I would love that. Um, let's let's move on though because there's some other stuff that I want to talk about. Um, and 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 game is only three weeks away, you guys. Three weeks away. I'm so excited. <gasps> so excited. Um, like but so let's long. talk about Black Widow. Yes, because uh, Black Widow got some really cool news this week because they added two big stars to the cast. The movie's scheduled to start filming in June, according to Deadline. Yes. Um, and they also added two new people. We said we teased at the top of the show, but Rachel Weiss, um, and David Harbour. And we can throw that picture of them up on the, on the screen so that people watching can see if, in case you're like, who are those people? Uh, Rachel Weiss has been in a ton of things. She was in the mummy. Let's not yes, forget. That's, that's the where big, it that's started, the big guys. Wow. The mummy. I'm sorry. Uh, and David Harbour of Stranger Things and also playing Hellboy. In the upcoming movie, which I also have tickets for, um, it's I, hell, I, well, we don't have time. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will go see it, but we don't have time to get into that. Um, I really, this is really cool casting. Yeah, uh, these these are both phenomenal actors. They're both big name actors, which means they're not gonna they're not dialing in, like phoning in this movie. Like yeah. they're. Marvel's like pulling out stops for this. Like we've talked about some casting for like minor roles, and it's like people are like I've never seen anything that they've been in it. But this is like David Harbour is is like blowing up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he just did Hellboy as Hellboy. Yeah. Um, but like this is the, to me, this shows a, ma- a a strong sense of confidence in the movie, like for them to cast these this level of roles. So. 
I have some thoughts. Do you guys have any ideas on who they could be playing? Well, my thinking is that sometimes when you see casting, like actual official or even strong rumors, you're like, I have a really good idea who that person's playing. I think these are pretty wide open on who they can be. Uh, there was uh, one suggestion for David Harbour that I don't know if you want to... So I saw this, and I love it, and it's just like, it's, it's also like something that was like looking at a list, and I was like, maybe. Yeah. But, but Charles Lee in the chat... And Gamer Girl's saying it right now, too. Yeah. yeah. David Harbour playing the Taskmaster. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, uh, like Taskmaster, a guy who, like, is uh, a fighter, uh, but also just a tactically brilliant person who can match. Taskmaster, real quick, like, just pure power set can take like anybody he's up against analyze their their like style and everything in a heartbeat and match it and be able to replicate all those moves put him up against somebody who is known for their like like and we've seen be very strong in terms of like fighting style and everything the taskmaster could be really cool to go up against black widow also has been hired as a mercenary plenty of times a spy like it, it it fits that espionage movie feel that black widow is going to have mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's that. I don't really. There's a billion things that David Harbor could be in this universe. That's sort of my initial we've, thought. We've got a theory of Crimson Commando, and also Senor Nerd. I like this. Unless David Harbor is playing a pilot named Ben Grimm who flies Natasha to her missions, there goes our dream MCU thing cast. Uh, he would be great as Ben Grimm. I actually hadn't thought <laughs> of that. David Harbor would have been really good yeah. as, as Ben Grimm. Uh, what if we're backdoor pilot? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I. He would be good. Um, the thing with uh, the the thing with the thing is like it's ninety percent voice, and David Harbour would be great. But that's also my thought on Taskmaster, is yeah. that I think that because he tends to because he wears a mask, mm-hmm. I think David Harbour as the voice of somebody like Taskmaster, who's a little more nuanced, um, and has like I think he could bring a really cool gravitas to that role. Um, Rachel Weiss. Uh, this one, I know agents, my Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan buddies are going to bump up a little bit on, but technically this character has not actually existed in the world yet. I think Rachel Weiss is going to be Madame Hydra oh, or wow. Viper, more okay. specifically. So, like, what we got of, like, so Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. did a Madame Hydra plot line with Ada, uh, but it was in a... In, it was in a like it was in the construct like alternate what if universe inside like an AI based like matrix world thing. I love that show, um, <laughs> but like so it has so like and that was like it was a different version. It was the the idea of Madame Hydra, but not Viper specifically. I think this is I think Rachel Vice is going to be playing uh, is going to be playing Madame Hydra, who has been like running the Red Room uh, all this time. Um, that's who I think that that's my theory on Rachel Weiss. And I think that she would play a real powerful evil villain and like running the red room, like the person who's like basically beating Natasha into submission because the red room is not a pleasant place. Like you need somebody (laughs) who can carry that sort of vindictiveness across. And I think Rachel Weiss has the chops to pull. Like I know she has the chops. It's really just like, what are they going to do with her acting abilities? Any thoughts, you guys? I'm really just really excited to see this movie now. The more you talk about it, the more I want to see the movie that you're creating in your head. <laughs> yeah, if she's because... not, if she's not Viper, I'll be like, oh, yeah, but no, that was. But Zach wrote the well, didn't write. But Zach pitched the perfect movie. Why didn't they listen? <laughs> they haven't started shooting yet. So if she's supposed to be somebody else, change it to Viper. Yeah. I mean, she could also be like uh, again. I know that Agent Carter used this character, but Yelena Belova or an mm-hmm. equivalent. If you just rename the character as like a. Previous Black Widow or new Black Widow, like there's all kinds of different things that you could do with Rachel Vice opposite Scarlett Johansson. Um, and this is all sort of assuming that it's a prequel, which we don't officially know. We just assume. No, we assume, but with the casting, a lot of the casting does make sense for a lot of these characters and these roles. So it'd be, I know they could, you know, do a complete 180 on it, but it just might not fit as well. I'd like, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes that are sort of prequel-ish, you know, that kind of gives us a little bit of her backstory and then the rest is present day. I think you do that regardless. Mm. Yeah. But I I don't know. Like, 
a, an 80s espionage movie, or maybe not 80s, I don't know. It's Marvel, so, like, timing and aging is a little bit Let's go back questioning. to the 90s. But like, but, like, if you do 90s or early 2000s story, like, before, like, a pre-Iron Man Black Widow, that could be a cool era to do it into. Mm-hmm. Um if you listen, uh, do you guys have any other thoughts on Black Widow before we move on? Xeno uh, Hour saying wasn't Viper at Fox, but it doesn't matter anymore. Even first of all, Viper, you know, it's, it's it is one of those characters that sure tussled with Wolverine a lot in the comics, but you know, it's it's like Quicksilver. You know, there's you can have multiple claims to him, but again, none of it matters now because it's all in well, except for and Spidey, if it was, and they were just waiting to announce yeah. this casting until they owned it, <laughs> that's what we just did. Uh, yeah, there's no, the only questions about legal rights is, like, on some Spidey characters, yeah. but, like, that's its own, like, ball of wax. Let's talk about Deathlock. Speaking <laughs> of characters and where they might go, um, Deathlock's a really interesting case. Deadline put out, uh, let out a rumor this week that Marvel is considering developing a Deathlock movie. Marvel Studios, specifically. Um, now, if you're an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, you know that they have done yeah. Deathlock, played by J. August Richards, uh, who was a part of the S.H.I.E.L.D. premiere back in the day, and then like came back later as Deathlock. He's appeared a couple times. Been, he's been away a little while, but he's one of the characters that I've really hoped to come back, or to like launch an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff show. I thought he had a lot of potential. Him, now, and Go- him and Ghost Rider were the two big things I thought as, would be good As spin-offs. such an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan, would you be disappointed if the movie version is played by someone other than J. August Richards? I would, because that would sort of imply... This is sort of the, the thing that I'm waiting on with all the Disney Plus shows and, and Marvel Studios really going into TV series now with Disney Plus. And they're expanding the universe a lot more. At what point will might Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. drop out of canon? Um, and like it's something it's Mar- like Agents of Shield has always existed as what like a lot of times is referred to as B canon, right? Where you, it's you canon have... until it's it's canon until the movies decide to contradict it, and then it's not because you have you know you have the episode that uh, Fury was in, you have Sif, so you actually have some MCU characters that show Especially up by the those first actors. Two seasons yeah. when basically until as long as Joss Whedon was running the like the MCU. Like up through Age of Ultron, they were very tightly integrated because you had Jed Whedon and Joss Whedon as the people in charge of Shield right. and the MCU. So it was, and Joss Whedon is still an executive producer. Not that he's hand, as hands on with the show, but he's an executive producer of Agents of Shield. So, like, it was easier for them to integrate. But since the Russos really took charge of the like overall image, like w- along with Kevin Feige. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has slipped a lot more towards the background and, like, the Marvel TV versus Marvel Studios debate is extensive. And we've talked about that before. We don't have to go into it now. But it's, it's like, something I'm nervous about as an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan. I love that it's integrated into the into the world. It's become less and less so over the years. This would be the final shot of, like, it's not canon. Um, if they took a character and redid it on the big screen. So J. August Richards actually came out and was like, I want to play Deathlock in the movie. Let me play Deathlock. He's like, he's like a hashtag, like Richards for Deathlock. Like, (laughs) like he wants this, he wants to play his character. He's like, he said that he's very connected to the character. He loves this character. He wants to keep playing it. And I want to see him keep playing because he did a good job with it. Um, Do you think it would translate onto the big screen? It's so it's so weird when you take a TV character and it try is. to put it on the screen because you have to basically start over from scratch. You can't rely on any of the established canon. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to let an audience like start from zero, and like you can refer to other stuff, but you got to start them from zero. Yeah. So it's a, if they're gonna make a Deathlock movie that doesn't that's like for the big screen, it's gonna be real complicated. So I don't know. I don't know what I would even want if they were gonna do that because it could be a really hairy situation. Um, but I hope that we get more of his Deathlock because I do enjoy watching him play that role. And we haven't seen him in a few seasons. Let's talk about Captain Marvel real quick. Why? Um, nope. Ca- did you say what? Nothing. Go I think ahead. she said why. No, 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 no. No, I didn't. Go on. Captain Marvel <laughs> has become the seventh MCU film to cross $1 billion 
in box office nice. uh, income. Like, it is gross $1 billion worldwide. That's so much money. Uh, which is crazy. And also is a, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, oh, nobody's going to see the stupid Captain Marvel movie, you guys. <laughs> and, like, a billion dollars worth of people wanted to see this movie. Um that's really all the news. Like, Captain yeah, Marvel made yeah. a lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's also just like, look at the demand. Look at the demand for diverse characters taking on. And, like, Captain Marvel's not a perfect movie. We talked yeah. about it. Like, yeah. But it's a fun movie. I've seen it three times. I'll see it again at some point. Like, I'm enjoying the hell out of Captain Marvel. And people around the world agree. And I'm waiting for the standalone Goose spinoff movie. That's what I really want <laughs> to see. That's what I'm oh, with you on man. that, Christian. Uh, I usually tease it at the back of the show. Since you brought up Goose. Oh, oh okay. I uh, actually my, saw this. My, my shipping podcast <laughs> where we take characters that don't belong in the same universe and we ship them together. We did Goose this week and Garfield. <gasps> I can't wait for that. Oh my I feel God. like they Goose both hate Mondays if I had to steal guess. all of Garfield's lasagna. It, no, Garfield offers his lasagna. Oh. Goose, it's, it's, on, it's on my podcast, Ships in the That's Night. That's how you know it's love. Uh, anyway. Yeah, check that out. It's on iTunes. Anyway. Um... Uh, New Mutants has a release date, I you guys. That. Yes. Theatrical. So Theatrical. So Disney yeah. at CinemaCon Finally. did a rundown of all the movies that are coming out this year. And apparently, on August 2nd of this year, New Mutants coming to theaters. August 2nd. That's the, a while. The, yeah, it's, it's enough time. It is and it so isn't. Exciting. Like, we, we didn't know that we were, if we were, they still, they never did the reshoots. And I wonder, so, I, I feel like they probably won't, but they could, you know, that's not that much time where if you only have, I don't know, 10 minutes that you want to try and squeeze in and you know what they are, you could still do it because it's, what, five months away? But it's all not right. going to be the extensive reshoots right. that we had heard about. Right. Um, where they were like reshooting two thirds of the movie or something. Yeah, but like, so New Mutants is coming out. It's gonna get its big, big picture release. Like, it might be they might sort of like, like sweep it under the rug. Like, you know, put it out, but not like do a huge push. Yeah, I mean, August second isn't your, your August best is a forward. slow yeah. month for movies. So like, it's not the worst place to put it. Like, look, they didn't put it in January. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. August is also not a bad month to come out. You're still riding a wave of like big releases. People aren't quite back at school yet mm-hmm. from the second. Um, so yeah. Um, but speaking of mutant movies, Disney continued to talk about it. And uh, Alan Horn, the uh, the guy who's uh, run, uh, running a big part of Disney, uh, said that more Deadpool is coming. He wanted yeah. to make sure everybody knew, and apparently there was a big... I didn't get the chance to see uh, which tweet it was, <laughs> but apparently he did it in front of an image of a, of a Ryan Reynolds tweet. <laughs> um, but so uh, Disney is conf- is uh, set on more Deadpool, and what that... But the only reason I bring up the tweet is that it does, can, it does say very clearly, we are going to do more, and we are going to do it with Ryan Reynolds. That's not in question. Well, if it w- who would go see it if it wasn't? Well, but that's the I thing. mean, it's I, like, would. I, I would. I would I, definitely see it, but I, I, I wouldn't I would. be excited without Ryan. Yeah, Reynolds. but that's and but like, look, it's a question with a lot of the Fox things because they also said that like there was also comments about like uh, Dark Phoenix being the big send off with this cast, um, with this set of X Men um, from from guys at Fox. Like, look, there's going to be a lot of resets to the mutant universe. Deadpool is the one that's most immune from that as somebody who breaks the fourth wall constantly. Right. Uh, because he can literally comment on that fact that he's like the lone survivor. Like, yeah. you know Deadpool 3 is going to make a bunch of dusting jokes. So you're going to be sweeping. <laughs> you know, like, you know, undoubtedly, so Deadpool good. 3, at minimum in a promo, will be sweeping up. <gasps> was that Spider-Man? <laughs> like, <laughs> it'll happen. Uh, or was... Was that McAvoy? Like, it's going to be some nonsense like that. Um, but yeah, well, that's the fun. I'm that's excited. The fun um, <clears throat> I think so. Uh, they they also showed some footage from Dark Phoenix, but like, I there's other stuff. There's some TV stuff I want to talk about, and Dark Phoenix is coming so soon. And uh, frankly, I'm more excited about Endgame and also Agents of Shield. So let's go in to. Marvel TV time. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. Yeah. All right. Uh, Agents of Shield showed its first episode at WonderCon. 
I didn't and get you to weren't be, there. I wasn't there. I was busy. <laughs> I got there later. But I talked to some people who were there. Nice. And they had, since they haven't put out any accounts online, I'm not going to spoil anything. But were they generally happy? They were it? very happy. Okay, great. They were very positive. The people that I talked to who like who enjoy the show, they're not just like, "What's this thing? Oh, that was cool." They enjoyed the episode. They said it's good. Um, the fact that they showed it. Again, I think I said last week, it sort of like it means that like they are going to. Uh, it's not going to spoil Endgame for you to see the show, but it's coming out on May tenth, so only a couple weeks after Endgame, wow. we'll get our Agents of Shield back, wow. and I'll be doing some some weekly check ins with Agents of Shield every week. You are not going to be able to shut me up. Um, one thing that was really interesting from all the discussion at WonderCon was that Jeff Loeb said that season seven is not necessarily the final season. Which we had heard wow. previously that it, it would That it could be. Yeah. Um, but but Jeff Loeb's saying like they're not writing it, they're not preparing it as if it's the final season. They're gonna like close out the arcs of that season and then like but leave some doors open. As and that's like sort of what he said is like the case, they've started planning as the case um, going forward. Uh, look, I like I love Agents of Shield. I, it'll be cool if it keeps going. Like we already have two more seasons ordered. So like we're not like I'm not worried too much. We're gonna have it for a while, but the it could go keep going. Yeah. Who knows? Um, who knows? Who knows what we're gonna see? Um, but we are getting more and more TV as we go because Cloak and Dagger is premiering tonight. Tonight, a two-hour premiere on at, Freeform. On Freeform, I believe it's at eight o'clock, uh, seven central for those of you out there. Uh, Zia, how excited are you? I'm going to put it off till tomorrow, probably. Well, yeah. You'll watch it on Hulu like a lot of people I will. probably yeah. will. Yeah. Um, I have I, Freeform, but... I, I'm excited for, for Cloak and Dagger. I literally liked season one. I really want to see where they go, because uh, I felt like the end of season one, it was like, okay, we're done with their origin story. Now let's actually move it forward. We Everybody who's seen even one ad for it knows that there's going to be mayhem this season, and there's rumors we might get Mr. Jip. So uh, I'm really interested to see how they actually move forward, sort of. And there's still a lot of questions about their backstory, but I feel like we're in a place where they can actually be the cloak and dagger that uh, at least I want to see on the screen. Mayhem does look cool in the in one of the trailers I saw for season two. Like some of the stuff she does, I'm like, oh, all right. That, that looks interesting. It looks intriguing. I think that that could be a cool thing to see. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it tonight because I'm working, but right. I'm gonna watch it this weekend probably. Um, so yeah, we have that to look forward to. Uh, and I think, like, real quick, uh, let you guys start thinking about this. I want to take some questions from the chat for Doom's Question Corner. Right. We, we, uh, have a, we have a couple I can uh, get in there yeah, before please. we run out of time. Let's... Uh, Carlito Lee says, don't you, th- uh, don't you all think it's time for the European Marvel, Captain Britain, Outlaw, Guillotine, Elsa Bloodstone, Union Jack? I mean, just Captain Britain alone, I think we've already talked about on the show. I would love there to be Captain Britain. Probably not a standalone movie at first. He just sort of has to get introduced somewhere. But I would love that. I, I mean, know. there's rumors that he, that, that he might pop up, or like the Black Knight might pop up, rather, right. in uh, Endgame. And that's, I think, the in is like... Uh, for those like British characters, I think the Black Knight is the big one because you can like. What if we did a What if we did a medieval Marvel movie, dude? Like, what if we did <laughs> a sword like, and two of my favorite things, a sword and sorcery Marvel movie? Yes, please. All right, yeah. let's get one more in, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, oh, this is uh, from uh, Ivan Soto. Christian, what are your and Zach's feelings about S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. becoming public after five years of being in the shadows? This is obviously, presumably, that's what would happen. Uh, I feel like that's very likely, and it would be interesting because it would be yet another reset on the show. So I, I would, I, w- I think it would be nice to kind of freshen it up, and all it, of a sudden they're back to you know being at the forefront. And oh, legit. like if Shield becomes a, a like a, a like a legit arm of the government again instead yeah. of uh, being you know black ops underground. Yeah, shows, the so. the show could use like look, the show needs refreshing every now and again. We're going, we know that uh, we're going to be going back into space yeah. this season because that's like we got to go find Fitz. Because, uh, like, he's floating somewhere in yeah. space right now. So, we got to go deal with that. Um, oh, that's the other thing that, like, the team's going to split in two. Some in space and some are going to stay on Earth. So, we're going to see, we'll see how that all plays out. Um, but as, like, a season seven, maybe, where they, like, like, yeah. or maybe, maybe that's a post end game thing where, like, they reestablish S.H.I.E.L.D. in, like, 
Peggy's name or something like that. Because, uh, like, in, in, in honor of in and, Cap you know, and Peggy, yeah. we, we bring S.H.I.E.L.D. back. I don't know if you get, you bring, maybe you bring Fury, Fury back in. Um, or you have Nick Fury Jr. <laughs> well, just uh, to, just the, his, that's a real thing. That's not a joke. <laughs> it's just because you said Nick Jr. <laughs> Fury's <laughs> Fury's presence in the uh, Far From Home trailer uh, gives me a little uh, indication that's that true, he might be, that he might have an official role again. Yeah, and I, that would be that could be really cool. And yeah. if we link start linking into Spider Man stuff like that, please, yes, uh, that would that would be fun. Um, all right, that's unfortunately going to do it for this week on Marvel Movie News. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Thank you to everyone who tuned in live. Gamer Girl, Mark Balam, Jenna James, Daniel Drew, uh, Langley, M. Neely, Khalida Lee. Uh, I'm just reading off names and as the fast other 65 as I can. And GDS481300. <laughs> Star Drew. Uh, yeah, thank you all you guys for... Uh, Brandon Schiller, thank you everyone for, for commenting and joining us live in the chat. And we're going to try to do more shout-outs and stuff and like have birthdays and everything. Like If you guys tell us. We'll just let us know before. Um, oh, we, and where should they send their Doom questions? Um, if you want, to, if you want to talk about your question on Doom's Question Corner, send it to Doom's Question Corner at gmail.com. Let's sign off, guys. Uh, Zia, where can everyone keep up with you on the interwebs? What you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zia underscore land. It's X I A underscore land. And go give my Facebook page some page some love too, because there's nothing going on there. Was it because I said interwebs? Zia Landerson, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, and you can see Zia and myself Sundays at 9 Pacific over on AfterBuzz TV doing Marvel TV Weekly. And yes, we will be covering the Cloak & Dagger two-hour premiere. You can also see me on Star Trek Discovery's after show tonight on AfterBuzz. And I've just started doing the Twilight Zone after show. So I'm very busy over there. All right, guys. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. And also, as I teased earlier, you can find my show Ships in the Night. It's my other podcast. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, uh, where we talk about we ship characters from different universes and we just write the story of their crossover episode. We did Goose and Garfield this week, but we also did another Marvel themed one because we did Dazzler. Of the X Men, all right, with Disco Stew of the Simpsons. Uh, we did those with Joey Clift of uh, Nerdy's, also written for uh, 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 Cartoon Network and a bunch of other places. Super fun episode. Check it out. Ships in the night. Until then, you guys. This has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.